Okay, today's daf is Erevin, daf Chav Gimel. We are on Chav Beis and Mabez, four lines from the bottom, a new Mishnah. So we already brought down this Mishnah earlier in the parak. The parak continuing the theme of Pase Beis, discussing you have your well, and you use this makeshift mechitza, you make your four corners, and that is called the Pase Beis. So Echad Bor HaRabim, Uba'er HaRabim, whether it's a bar, meaning a pit of collected rainwater, or a Be'er HaRabim, or a well, that is owned by a public well, or it's a private individual well, but not a bar, right? So you're allowed to surround it with pasin, with those L-shaped boards, and you're allowed to carry. However, if it's an individual's pit in the back, you know, in the back of his home, and, and there you want to be able to carry around this, so then you need to have actual legitimate mechitza. It's divrei Rabbi Akiva. That is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva that this heter of Pasei applies to water sources for, for Rabbim, whether it's a Be'er, whether it's a Bar. However, for a Yachid, only a Be'er, but not a Bar. So we mentioned previously why, for the Garashi you could see as well, that why is a, what's the difference between a bar and a be'er? A be'er was a well, it always had water, so there was no concern it would dry up. But a bar was just collected rainwater. At some point you could have a drought, there would be no water left there. And we learned in one of the dafim recently that the whole hector only applies when you're using the well for, for animals, when it serves a function. But if the bar is empty, you would not be able to rely on Pasi Birais. However, what's the difference between the Rabbim and the Yachid? Comes Rashi, the first Rashi on this Mishnah, Ipaske, Mai, if the water st- uh, runs out, Mitkere Ahadadi. They're going to remind each other because we're dealing with the Rabbim. So, therefore, when it comes to a public bar, even if it runs out, we're not concerned because they'll tell people and they won't rely on the Pasi Birais. They either build a Mechitz, they put up a sign, do not carry here. Okay. That is the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Yudim Bava Aimer. Rabbi Yudim Bava says, "Ain oisin pasin el lebe'er harabim bavad." The only time we allow you to use pasin is talking about a be'er harabim, a well, and a public well bavad. What about all the other things? A bar of a rabim, a bar of a yachid, a be'er of a yachid. You cannot rely on pasim, these makeshift mechitzais. What you need is oisin chaguro. You need to have a roped, roped off area. Ten tvachim high. Machlekes Yishayim. What this means? We'll assume it means the the the, the uh, three ropes using lavud going up. You know, a little bit less than three tvachim at a time. That is considered uh, lavud, and you have it looks like a corral, three uh, horizontal ropes. That is what you need as a mechitza, but you cannot rely on Pasei Beres. That's Machlekes Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yehuda Ben Bava. Okay, come. Mabar doesn't say that you need, you need, uh, doesn't say you need uh, three mechitza and stuff. Machlekes, what do you mean? I'm saying one says mechitza, one says chagura. Right, so look at Rashi. Rashi says chagura, hekiv shachavalim. You need to actually have three ropes. But that's, that's more mekel than, than actual mechitza, it's not a wall. Why is that more mekel? Oh, no, we have a right. So we discussed this, you're right. We discussed this way back when. Do we say that, uh, well, we spoke about a shiara, those that were going out and camping. So there, the Mishnah said, they can make these ropes, and they rope, rope themselves, uh, you know, rope it around, around an area, and they made themselves mechitzas. One mandamra held that only applies to the shiara, but if, 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 if a regular uh, city, street, regular area, you needed to have real mechitzas. Why? Because it wasn't shasi ve'erev. It wasn't horizontal and vertical. It wasn't crisscross. However, the chamargu, they said, no, shasi is fine, erev is fine, you don't need both. So let's assume it fits either way, either because it's a shas of hakir, so you can rely on this uh, horizontal one, or we hold it to Rabbanon, you don't need to have a crisscross shasi ve'erev 
mechitzas. Okay, comes the Gemara Chav Gimel Amar Aleph. I'm Rav Yosef. I'm Rav Yehuda. I'm Shmuel. Halacha Kerav Yehuda Mebava. We paskin like Rav Yehuda Mebava that the only time we allow Pase Beirois is only when it's talking about a Be'er. Pase Beirois is literally only for Be'er of a Rabbim. If I'm Rav Yosef, I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm Shmuel, Lehutru Pase Beirois, El Leber Mayim Chayim Bovad, the same meaning he says also that we Paschen like Rav Yehuda Ben Bava, that only for a Be'er and not for a Bar. And the Gemara says with Tzricha, we need to have both of these uh, uh, sayings from Rav Yosef and from from Yosef, Amar Rav Yudim, or Shmuel, that the halacha is like Rav Yudim above, and to say that Lehutru Pasi Berois. Why are you both of these things? Diash, I mean, if it only would have told me halacha Rav Yudim ben Bava, that we pass in like Rav Yudim ben Bava have. I mean, I would have thought to say that Rav Yudim ben Bava holds the rabbi mafilim uchanasim. Maybe Rav Yudim holds that as long as it's a place that people go, it's Rabim. So you're allowed to use Pasi Berois, even if it's a bar. So one second, but look at our mission. Our mission said, if I had the Katani Be'er Harabim, but he said only Be'er Harabim, which sounds like it's a well, not a bar. Maybe not. Maybe you're focusing on the wrong point here. I would have thought to say Be'er Amayim, only Lafukin Rabbi Kiva, because Rabbi Kiva said, Bar Hayachid, he comes and says, no, even Ra- only Rabbim. But he was focusing on the Rabbim versus Yachid. But maybe he wasn't really saying Be'er Dafka, has to be a well. Maybe he would agree even a pit would be fine. Why did he say, what, what, but he said Be'er HaRabbim? He was just focusing on Rabbim versus Yachid. So Kamashman, so that's why Shmuel wanted to say, don't even think about that. I'm telling you specifically, the only time we allow Pasi Be'er, according to Abudim Abava, is Be'er and Rabbim. So, Kamashim, the Hutru, Pasi Brois, El Leber Maim Chaim, Esti Ber Maim Chaim, in the Rabbim, that's the only time Yehudim and Bava allows us to use Pasi Brois. Vishmin, Ber Maim Chaim, Vudu, just Ber Maim Chaim, that we hold that allows one to, to carry the Pasi Brois. Havamina, Loishna, the Rabbim, Loishna, the Yachin. I would have said only a well. Maybe it's like a loy plug. Meaning, Chazal made this hetter of using these mechitzos when, when people were Olerego for wells. Once you allow it for wells, so any well, a well in your backyard, a well in your front yard, whatever, all wells are fine. I would have thought that's what you meant. So Kamash, no, not only is it only talking about a well, it's halakra b'hudim and bava, specifically b'rabim in public. So you need two conditions according to Rav Yosef, Am Rav Yehuda, Am Shmuel, it has to be b'rabim, it has to be b'er, and not a bar, and, uh, and, and not in a, in a private area. Okay. Comes along the next Mishnah, continuing uh, the discussion of Rabbi Hudim Abava. So we already spoke about some of the halachas of Pasi Brois. Now, once he mentioned something in the first Mishnah, we're going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Another thing Rabbi Hudim Abava said regarding Mechitzas and Shabbos is Hagina, you have a garden where they would grow vegetables, you're growing your cucumbers, Vakapuf, and a place that uh, people would just, you know, uh, a, um, a lumber yard, Shehin Shivim Amav Shirayim. It's 70 Amos and Shirayim and a little bit more. So we're going to call it 70 and two third Amos. So 70 Amos and four Tvachim. Let's say an Amos is six, is six Tvachim. So 70 Amos and two thirds. So seven, 70 point six seven Amos. Okay? Hamukaf is Gadar Gavaya Asara Tvachim. So I'm sorry, I'll, I, I skip. I'll Shivim Amav Shirayim. So it's 70 and a little bit by 70 and a little bit. Even if it has a good wall, that's ten tefachim high. So now I'm allowed to carry in it 
but I need a few conditions. There has to be a little hut for someone to guard it. There has to be a place where people can live there. It has to be close to town that people use it on a consistent basis. So what does Rabbi Huda hold? Rabbi Huda holds that you need to have, it's called Mukafadira. That in order for Mechitzah to work on Shabbos, to make it into Rosh Hashanah and not make it into a Carmelis, it has to be Mukafadira, meaning it has to be closed off, Ladira for living purposes. And I'll give you an example from, from Hilchas Mezuzah. When we talk about Mezuzah, the only time you really chayev in, in a Mezuzah is when this room is used for Dira purposes, right? That's the, that's the standard base Dira. So if someone doesn't use it for Dira purposes, you don't use it to store anything, you never go in there, Halach is, according to most Paiskim, you wouldn't be chayev in Mezuzah. Because that's your bias. A bias means a dira, a place where people live. So in that context, again, it's not an exact, you know, shidduch here. But with that in mind, if you have an area that's not being used for living purposes, you just dump things there. It's a, uh, it's it's a uh, even a garden. Nobody walks through this this vegetable patch. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda and Baba, the mechitza does not work, and therefore you are not allowed to carry in it unless. You put something in there that shows it's mukafadira by putting a watchman, by, by or it's next to your next to your house. So you always go there. It has to be something, meaning it's an, an it's an annex to your house. That's why hilchas mezuzah. Often you're anyways chayiv. You have a side room because it's an annex to your house. Same thing over here. It's it's nearby the city. Okay. Is it just a coincidence that it's about five thousand square feet? He doesn't say. It says he says even if it's less than five thousand square feet. Seventy and a little bit. No, you're right. That's what it is. So the, the seventy and, and, and two thirds times seventy two thirds is right is right around is right around five thousand square amas. Right. However, according to Rabbi Baba, even if it's less than that, it's still a problem. We're going to see a shita later on that you know from Halacha Lamaisa that we hold it's fine unless it's more than this, unless it's bigger than this. But he holds even if it's that size, so it's within the five thousand square ama range. Still, because it's not mukafadira, it is not considered a chatzer, and you cannot carry in it. That is opinion number one. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. Rabbi Yehuda without the ben Bava, so Rabbi Yehuda, a, a different Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, afilu ein ba elabar v'shiach mara. Even if all this little uh, patch had a bar, it had a pit, v'shiach, a um, a, 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 a cave, a ditch, umara, or a cave. Any of these things allow it because this already makes it like a living area. People will use it for something. So much more makel than Rabbi Yehuda Baba. Rabbi Baba required a, uh, a hut. He required something more significant. Rabbi Yehuda holds, no, as long as there's something there that would cause people to walk there, that is considered enough that's mukafadira. Rabbi Kiva Aimer. Rabbi Kiva says, this is what you were saying before. Even if it has none of these things, it's literally a swampland. Nobody walks there. You're allowed to carry within this rishos. It's considered a rishos hayachid. One exception. Has to be within five thousand square amos. If it's bigger than that. Then you, it loses its uh, its hetter of mechita. So this is what we know in halacha called a karpef, and we say a karpef that was not mukafadira cannot be bigger than five thousand square amas. What's the math? Just by the way. So there's an excellent safer if you want to get your hands on this. It's called Imre Baruch from Baruch Simon Shlita from uh, from YU. So he has a great safer on Hilchos Erevin. So he goes through the classic three shitas regarding an ama. So if you do the math, according to Chaim Noah, it would be 12,324 square feet. That's the smaller share. According to Ramah, it should be around uh, 15,000 
and 600 feet. And according to the Chazanish, 70,500 feet. I'm, I'm rounding it off here. So that's what we're dealing with. So 18 inches, 20, 24. About, there you go, exactly. You're 100%. So that, that's how he does his math. So when you buy your Piratzitzes from Keta Judaica, right? They have their, uh, tells you all the, all the different shitas regarding an ama. Okay. Fine, and that's how we know halacha l'maisa. So when are we dealing with a karpif? So, t- so at the end of today's daf, we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. We're going to get into some of the discussions regarding what is a karpif. What's not a karpif? You have to know what are we dealing with? What's the square footage? Someone's, someone has a little swamp in his backyard, but that's not a significant area, so that's fine. But you're dealing with a major city. Almost every single Arab in any, any big city is going to have some swampland, some you know, zone that nobody, nobody uses. It's not that big. It's uh, you know, it's at uh, 100 feet by 100 feet. You're definitely there already. So it's not, it's not so big. So the question is, what exactly, um, what we rely on? So we'll talk about that tomorrow in the beginning of this year. Okay, next, continuing the Mishnah. So we have three opinions. Opinion number one, Rebidim Mabava said that it has to have something significant, even if it's less than this 5,000 square miles, something significant, a base dira, something there. Rabbi Huda said no, as long as there's a bar, Shia, Chumara, that's fine. Rabbi Kiva holds no, you don't need anything, as long as it's not wider, uh, bigger than 5,000 square amas. Rabbi Lezer, I mean, Rabbi Lezer says, Im arka yeser al rachba, meaning forget about the 5,000 amas. Let's say it's less than 5,000 amas. However, the arka, the length is, is it's longer than the rachba, than, than the width. Afilu ama achas, even by one ama, imatatlum masachas. Sounds like a to Rabbi Lezer, at this point in the Mishnah, we'll see the Gemara later on, but at this point in the Mishnah, according to Rabbi Lezer, it has to be a square. If it's not a square, you, you cannot carry in this place. Now, it's not talking about your regular porch. It's talking about a kapif, shloi hukafadir. You have a little lumber yard in your, in your backyard. You never walk there. So if it's not a square, it's not a perfect square, it cannot be used. So let's, we'll see in the Gemara what he means. Even if it's up to two times the length than the width, that is fine. So this reminds us of what a mavoy is. So according to Rabbi up to that is fine. If it's longer than that, if it's, uh, meaning if it's narrower, than that, so then you would not be able to carry in this carpet shaloi hukah fodira. Um, Rabbi Loi, Shamatim Rabbi Lazar, I heard from Rabbi Lazar, Vafilu hika base car. I heard from Rabbi Lazar, not, not, not like this. The halacha is, even if you have the size of a base car, it's so big, it's, it's huge, no problem, even if it's not hukah fodira, that is not a necessity. In hukah Shabbos, we care about mechitzas. You have mechitzas, you let it carry in there. I don't care who uses it, swamps, uh, ditches, I don't care. No matter how big it is, it's considered a mechitza. V'chein shemati, and I'll tell you a few of the halachas I learned from, from uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Elazar. V'chein shemati mimenu, anshichot, shachach mehem v'le'erev. So we're going to deal with this at length towards the end of the Masechta. There's a concept of eruve chatzeres, that beyond just making mechitzas, you have to have people live near each other, and they have a sheared area, whether it's a street, whether it's an apartment building, two houses next to each other. So you do an eruve chatzeres. And each one allows the, the right of passage to, to my house. So I have my friend, we live in an apartment building, so we both allow each other to use our home. We make a symbolic uh, chawa, and very good. However, what if one guy forgot? We have 10 people in a bungalow county, one guy shows up, he doesn't want to pay his dues, he's not involved in this chutzr business, okay? He ruined it for everyone because he has rites of passage in the playground in every, every place in this bungalow county. So what, 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 what do we do? And it's already Shabbos. They didn't make an Arab on Shabbos. However, what they do is on Shabbos, there's a heter to do bitl rishos, meaning you can't do this kinyan of everyone giving a piece of their property to 
you know, to this fellow, and he's giving a piece of his property to us. It doesn't work. What he could do is bit the rishos. He can make, basically make his rishos hafker. I'm a nothing. Everybody can use my house. My house is hefker. So that works for everyone else. Doesn't help him, right? So Beisai, his house, that he, he, uh, he can't carry from his own house and, ca- and bring it all over the place because he doesn't own uh, the rights in, in everyone else's rishos. But for other people, they're allowed to go in, go out, in his, using his house because he did bit the rishos. Now this is a, a, a small halacha. We'll get to it at length later in the Masechta. Right? So right. Well, you, we'll, we'll talk about it at length. The, the simple thing is that it's not a knas. It's not because he, he. How does he get everyone else? Unless they do bit the rishos, but they're not doing bit the rishos to him. No, no. But once he does bit the rishos, so then it becomes a rishos so then he technically should be able to carry, but the, the rabbi is saying, no, we're not permitting you to because you're the guy that forgot. You're the guy that right, okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it later. I don't want to be bogged down by this, but it's, it's a good point. That that it's his, it's his fault that he, uh, that he didn't uh, partake in the error. Okay, next, another thing I learned from them. Um, you could be yoitza with his, with his herb called an arkablin on Pesach. This is your yaitzah with mar- for Maror. Now, these three things, I went to all the tamidim, all the alumni of Rabbi Elazar, and I wanted to find a friend, someone who would agree with me. Nobody said that, uh, nobody uh, uh, confirmed that this, this, that this was taught by him, but I'm just relating it anyways. Okay, now my tana, who is, what, what din, when Rabbi Huda says, uh, uh, look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, V'oid Amr Rabbi Yehuda. So one second. My tana dekatani v'oid. What are you adding to? I Meaning whenever you say v'oid, and, and furthermore, you're like, you imagine starting an email, and what, what, are you, what are you continuing from? Because you already have a chumrah of Rabbi Yehuda previously by Pasi Birois that he said, So v'oid is telling me, not only does he machmir by Pasi Birois, that it only works for Be'er Shal Rabim, he also paskins that by, that Mukhafadira is, is a necessity. If it's not Mukhafadira, you cannot have a chatzar. You cannot have mechitas. So, so really, any time someone adds another thing, we're going to say, Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah on Dafir Ches said that we don't make Pasi Berois for an uh, area that's greater than Beis Asai. And that was the mission of Yerches Manal, the beginning of this parak. V'ketani Achriti and Anchav Beis Aleph, he had another Chumrah, which he said that Asi Rabim Mamavata Mechitzos. They were both the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So why doesn't say va'id? So pick one. Do we always say va'id when someone was in the same parak? You know, Mishnah is two chumras in a row. So the says no. Hasam afsaku rabbanan. When Rabbi Yehuda, of course you're not going to say va'id because the first Rabbi Yehuda shita was asi rab m'vat machitas. The chum argue with him. They say lo asi rab m'vat machitas, and now he has a new halacha regarding regarding. Um, I'm sorry, I went backwards. His first halacha was 
that Pasi Barois is a, is a maximum is, is, a, is, a, is based assigned. Chacham said, no, that's only talking about if it's not Mukha Fadira. And they brought down this whole Mishnah. Then there's another halacha regarding Asi Rabba Mavadla Mechitzas. So you, it's called Afsaku Rabbanan. There was a total interruption. So you can't say Void. Void what? Continuing what? What we spoke about? When did we speak about it? That was a long time ago. Hacha, over here, but Rabbi Yudim Mababa, Loi Afsaku Rabbanan. Chacham didn't argue with him. There was no Hefsik in between. So first he said that, first he said that, that, uh, Pasi Birois only for Be'er Shamayim, and there was no conversation back and forth, and therefore you can continue the Oid Omar Rabbi Yehuda. So the Mar says, hold on. Is it true that anytime there's no interruption and it's two Chumras in a row, we say the Oid? I'm sorry, we don't say the Oid because, I'm sorry, anytime there's a Hefsik of the Rabbanan, they argue and debate the first Halacha, and then there's a second Chumrah. Are you telling me like Tani Vaid because there was a hefsik, there was a interruption in the conversation? But I'll bring you a Rai of Rabalazar, the Sukkah. There's a famous sheet of Rabalazar in Sukkah, Daf Khavzayan. There it says, Rabalazar holds Lukarashi. Rabalazar says that a person has to eat 14 sudais in the sukkah. The Khams say, no, ain't the kitsa, whatever you want. Teshu came to Duru. And then Rabbi Lezer says another halacha. V'oidom Rabbi Lezer, mishloi ochal liliyantav harishon yashon liliyantav achron. You can make up, you can do tashlumen on your meals. So there's two halachas Rabbi Lezer says. And there's a break in between where the, Rabbi Lezer says one halacha. Amrulai, they respond, no, you don't need to. And then it says v'oid, so pick one. Do we say v'oid across the board? Or do we say no? Whenever there's a hefsik in between, we don't say va'oid. Here it sounds like, even though there was afsakura banan, we still say va'oid. So the Gemara says, no, it really depends on what's going on here. If you ever go to a meeting, you'll see that if someone interrupts and it's on topic, so you can continue the conversation. When someone interrupts and totally takes you off topic, so then it's very difficult to say va'oid. So, hasam that's what he's continuing. His whole theme is that a person has to eat 14 sudas in his sukkah. So if you didn't eat the 14, so you can make it up. So it's the same halacha, the same theme. Even though there's interruption in between, he's continuing on that, on that subject. Regarding something else, he was talking about They said, what do you mean? We have halachas regarding a gina, regarding a garden, kapev, dir, vasar, that these, these things are not, um, that, that these things are not mokafadira. So only, I'm sorry, these are mokafadira. So totally taking it off the, Topic of passive rice, and therefore we will not save the oid. Okay, next back to the Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Afilu Eimba Echem Mikol Elu Metata Masech. Rabbi Kiva holds, you don't need any of these things as long as it's within the 5,000 square amos, which we'll use our Moshe share 15,664.5 feet uh, square footage. So then you're allowed to have mechitzos. As, even if you don't have anybody living there, you don't have any of these things, no problem. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Kiva had a Tanakama. Rabbi Kiva is the same sheet as the Tanakama. Which Tanakama? Daf Yud Chesem and Aleph. There they said there's no, sh- there's no uh, maximum space for the Pase Beirois. Right? Rabbi Yehuda, we just mentioned two seconds ago. Rabbi Yehuda holds Pase Beirois, the maximum is, is 5,000 square amas. Chacham, the Tanakama holds, no. You're allowed to make Pase Beirois as long as you add on boards every 10 amas, every 13 and a half amas. Machlekes are mayor in the Cham, right? But according to the Tanakama, the only time we care about five uh, five thousand amos is when it's shloi hukah for That's the same thing as Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says the same thing. So Rabbi Kiva, Hainu Tanakama. So the Gemara says, Ikemenayu, Dover Muat. 
The difference is a Dover Mu'at. What's the Dover Mu'at? The Tani, Rabbi Yehuda Aymer. Dover Mu'at, a small difference, Yesh al Shivam Amma Vishirayim, Vloy Nasnu Chamam Vishir. Chamam did not give the shear for it. So, what is this Dover Mu'at? So, I did the math. I sent you a uh, screenshot of my calculator. So, you take a five, you take 5,000 square Amma's. So, what's the square root of that? So, it's 70. Uh, right, 70.71. So, that's a little bit more than 70 and two thirds, right? Fashtarist. So, it, you have two ways to give the shear. You could give the shear as 5,000 square amas. You do the math yourself. Or you could say the shear is 70 by two and two thirds by 70 and two thirds. So, that's the difference between Rabbi Kiva and the Tanakhama. So, Rabbi Huda, I'm Dover Muet Yesh al Shivim Amma Vishirayim. There is a little bit extra, meaning if someone would do 70 by two thirds, by 70 two thirds, and he moved the boards a little bit more, he, he could be within the shear. Chum did not want to give the precise amount. Now, Vakamashir, what's the what's the shear of Sasayim? Just by the way, where do we get the Sasayim business? That's Kachatzer Hamishkan. That's like the courtyard of the Mishkan. Now, Minohanimili. So where do we know this? So I'm going to my the says, meaning sorry, Minohanimili, how do we know to learn out from the Mishkan this concept of a base of science? So the Mishkan was 100 Amos by 50 Amos. So that's your 5,000 square Amos. So the Yorah says, Minohanimili, why would I learn this out from the Mishkan? Now, some of the Rishonim say, well, we learn everything out from the Mishkan, but it seems to be a stretch here. So this is more of a asmachta. It's not exactly a drush. But it's an asmach. Dharma of Yehuda, Dharma of the Pasuk says by the Mishkan, the length of the Chatzar was 100 Amos, the, the width was 50 by 50. And the Gemara is bothered, why does it say, the length was 100 and the width was 50? What's this? So we have a drasha. Uh, innovative way of learning it. Amra, Torah, the Torah says, Tol Chamishim, the Savav Chamishim. Take the 50 Amos extra, meaning it's, it's lopsided, it's not a full square. So you have 100 Amos in relation to 50 is, is much, is much, it's much longer. So take that extra 50 Amos of 100 and split it amongst the 50 Amos width and get a perfect square of 70 and 2 third, and two third Amos. So so Amatar Tochamishim, take the Amma that the 50 Amas that are longer than the width, the Saviv Chamishim, and surround it, those 50 Amas. So basically splitting it in two and making it into a square. So this is a remez that, that the square of, of uh, the square footage, the square Amas of what we consider a Chatzar is 5,000 square Amas. So by the way, some of the Rishonim learn that the Mishkan itself was not Mukha because nobody lived there. So because nobody lived there, so you shouldn't be able to carry there, except for the fact that it's within the 5,000 square amas. So that's the, that's the raya, that, that even if it's not mukafadira, up to 5,000 square amas, you're allowed to carry in it. If it's a little bit bigger, then you can't. So perhaps that's the connection with this. Some of the achorinim take this, uh, take this So can a person carry in a shul? Now, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva holds up to 5,000. No, these people hold, even if it's less than 5,000, no, they hold this. They're all Makel. They're all Makel. Rabbi Kiva's Makel, Rabbi Kiva's Makel, maybe. No, they're Machmir. They're Machmir that, that even if it's less than 5,000 square amas, I have a problem unless it's Hukka Fadira. 
Must have had something there. Oh, you want to say the Mishkan is something? It's like a bar. Could be. But according to Rabbi Kiva, you don't need anything. So how does he get this 5,000 Swaramas? He holds that when, even when there's nothing, it's not hook of a dira at all. Up to 5,000 Swaramas is considered a mechitza. So I'm just saying the Archa Shulchan, how many of the Achrenim talk about a shul? Can a person carry in a shul? A shul is not hook of a dira. Right? We always see the Psaq from Rabbi Willig. The, the Gemara tells us that a basic Knesset is not high from mezuzah. So most shuls, they just put the mezuzah on anyways. Why not? It looks funny, so they just put it on. So that the, the children shouldn't ask. Rabbi, office on it? So office depends. That's a, a totally different child. Do I stay there all, all day? It's, the Tazos has to be Tashmisha, B'yam, B'layla. But, uh, but a shul, you go there for more. You're not, you're not, you're not living there. So Rabbi Willig holds. But that's not the reason. The, basic, the reason why a basic Knesset is needed is because it's not, it's not, a, it's not a dira. And it's also, uh, it has Kedusha there. So Rabbi Willig holds, we, ta- we taka, Rabbi Mordechai Willig, Shlita. So he holds, we taka should not put a mezuzah on, on the shul. So every time you walk in, you should remember, this is not my house. <laughs> this is God's house. Mm-hmm. You should treat it, treat it properly. So uh, I think Rabbi Davakon Shlita also, in Flappershit, they specifically do not put a mezuzah on the, on the doors. However, if you allow you know, eating in shul or talking in shul, so anyways, it's built out of Tanai, so perhaps there'll be more of a reason to actually put a mezuzah on there. But either way, they, th- they talk about, so why is a person allowed to carry in shul? So many of the say, well, you don't, your shul is usually not the size of 5,000 square amas, right? So that's the easy, easy answer out. Or we have a shtibol, we eat there, we schmooze. So it is, it is mukha fadira. As opposed to the mishkan, there was no schmoozing around there. You, you, did, the, you did the malacha and you got out of there, right? You, weren't, you did avayda. There was no hanging around, no, uh, no ticket. So fine. Next. So that's the difference between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama. So the Gemara says, Pashti Dekra Maiksiv. Where do you get, I'm sorry, just for some reason we can't hear anything. Pashti Dekra Maiksiv. Bad internet in the shul. Uh, so what is the Pasuk actually teaching me? Why does the Torah say, Hamishim Bachamishim? So Amar Abaya, Abaya says, Hamid Mishkan Asvas Hamishim, Kedeshihe Hamishim Amalafanov, the Esrim Amalakaruach Ros. Look at the picture, I think I sent, it, I sent this out. Your, your picture of the Mishkan, the diagram. So what it means is, put the, the, the actual Mishkan should start half, you know, at the 50 yard line, halfway through the Chatzar. So that's Al Sfas Hamishim. So you should have 50 Amos in front of it and 20 Amos in each direction because the Mishkan was 10 Amos wide. So that's why it says Hamshin. Uh, Fine. Next, Rabbelezer Aymer Hoysa Aruba, if it was longer than, than the width, even one Amma. It is, it's not kosher, meaning it has to be a perfect square. So the Gemara says, really? So according to Rabbi Lezer, it's not enough to be a square, as long as it's not more than double the length than the width, even by one amma. But it doesn't have to be square. So the Gemara says, you're right. I'm Rabbi Bar Abaya, Kitnan. I'm Masisi, what I'm Mishnah meant to say is, you're right. Yes, Rapishtayim Barachmon Tnan. It didn't mean it has to be square, it just has to be uh, within uh, two to one ratio of the length to width. But if it's more than that, it's a problem. So the Gemara says, Yahachi Hanan Rabbi Yaisi. That's the same exact opinion as Rabbi Yaisi. So the Gemara says, you're right. It is the same exact opinion, but it could be now you, Ribua de Ribua Rabbanan. What is, what is the, the, the way to do a lechatchila. We're going to borrow the term lechatchila, but the other, according to, to one sheet, or blazer holds that that um, that this is the way it should be. It should be two to one. However, if it's squared, it's fine. Rabbi Yossi holds no. You're supposed to be squared lechatchila, but 
even up to two to one ratio is fine. So the whole question is really, what's lechatchila a, a, a more hider mechitza? Taisa doesn't like this. We lechatchila, but the ever talking about chatzeris and what's pasul. So you have a whole machlekes b'sharnim, but that's the simple way of learning it. Meaning, Rabbi Yosi and the Rabbanon agree. If they're writing a kitzah shulchan it's all fine. A two to one ratio is fine. However, the question is, what would they prefer if in a mechitza? Would they rather it be square? That's the ultimate mechitza. Or would they rather it be two to one ratio similar to a mavoy? Let me just say it was nine to Everyone knows which one was in the square. Right. No, we just said that they, they would chamshin uh, do the drusha, right? You take uh, make a square. Take the 70, take the 100 amas. Put, t- take 20. You take the half and half on each side. Remember that? You have 100 times 50, right? So I said take the extra 50 and, and put it on each side, and you have yourself your, uh, your, your, your square amas. Okay, let's just do one more, one more piece here. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi said, if it's, even if it's two times the length, then the width, you're allowed to carry in it. Itmar, Amr Rabbi Yossi, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. Halacha Rabbi Yossi, Halacha Zek Rabbi Yossi, that even if you have a carpet, meaning this place is not Lazira, it's a random swamp, but it's up to two times the length and the width, we pass on the kim. Rabbi Yamar, Rabbi Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Halacha Rabbi Kiva. Halacha Zek Rabbi Kiva, that as long as we're within the 5,000 square Amr range, I don't care what size it is. I don't care how long, how wide, what's in it. As long as it's within, you know, the 15,664.5 square footage, we're good to go. Now, the Tavayu Lakula. And the Gemara says that Amra Vesiv, Amra Rabbi Huda, Shmuel, and Abibi, in the name of Rabbi Huda, in the name of Shmuel, we could take both of these opinions, Le Kula. How does this work? Utricha. If you would have told me I would have thought to say I would have thought that yeah you're right we go like however we would need to have something in there a shemera a base dira in order for it to be considered that as long as it's within the 5,000 square amos we don't care about these things and that if you just told me Lachas Rabbi Kiva, I'm not to say the Aruch Vikatin lie. That if one of them is too long, or even a, a little bit longer than the other side, it's not a perfect square. Lie, I would hold. You cannot carry in it. Kamash Mulan, Halach Rabbi Yosi, the Pasnak Rabbi that as long as it's up to two to one ratio of the length to the width, it is still considered a good mechitza, still considered a karpef, that's hukul fadir. Okay, so Mitzvah tomorrow, we'll continue the Gemara. We'll get into some of the, the, the major sugas of karpef, shukul fadir, what's considered a base dira, your vegetable patch, your well, your swimming pool, and all those halachas. Have a good night.